You're listening to the Arise Church Podcast. We are an Acts 29 church in Ventura, California, where we exalt Christ, embrace community, and engage culture. Find out more info or hear more sermons at our website, ariseventura.com. Thanks for listening. Is it already recording? Oh, it's been recording okay. for the last 12 minutes and eight seconds. Word. But I like our that. people are not going to get any of that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I kind of, well. <laughs> My head is spinning right Why now. With, what did I say? <laughs> Was it a pro? No, just kidding. I'm going to have a special cut that I just sent to yeah. your elders. And it's going to be all the stuff that I captured you saying on tape. <laughs> Yeah, boy. We get to pick on Brent much this week. I know. This is so good. Did he preach at your church? He preached at my church. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you preach at your church, too? Uh, I did, but it was better than what I preached at your church. Multi-campus celebrity over here. Jeez. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, welcome to episode three of our Advent podcast. Sitting here with Brent from Harvest Church. I'm Bert from Anthem, and we got Steve from Arise. This has been fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're three episodes into this. Yeah. We're not slowing down because people have been loving it. Yeah. And, and if you don't like it, you're not telling us. So we just get positive feedback. That's echo all chamber, we're getting. Exactly. And uh, this has been awesome. We still don't <laughs> know what it is. You. We still don't know what this is, but I like it. I, I do too. This is so good. Mm. We should call it, uh, what is it? Uh, empty and void, right? <laughs> like from Genesis. <laughs> just that's, that's what it is. Oh my. To- tovu Babohu, I there think it is. is the there Hebrew. it is. All right. So, Someone we'll had to nerd down. it up in the first Hey, you know what? Last time he spoke in tongues on the podcast and I didn't wow. say anything. Oh my gosh. And then gosh, this time yeah. he just did it again. And I'm like, man, you got to get an interpreter. Get and it no, together. I think the first episode you spoke <laughs> Spanish and I was like, what is that? Latin? And yeah, so I'm not the language guy here. Too funny. All right, what is this? What are we doing here? We're sitting around the table uh, because we're doing a shared Advent series together. So we're teaching through kind of some similar themes, some similar topics, and it's teeing off in what is this Sunday? Yeah. Kind of the climax, Mm. right? Which is the final week of our Advent series where we're live, we're in person, we're outside, and we're all together celebrating the birth of Jesus. And what we've been doing in between those Sundays... We started with the intro week and we've been kind of going after the fact of just uh, doing a little post-mortem on the teachings, talking about how our people are receiving it, maybe some extra um, uh, ways to apply this or to wrestle with it, talking about some of the things we're leaving off and, and seeing where we are together and where we're differing and, and the fun that is and all of that. But right. this was kind of a unique week, Brent, because you were preaching to all three of our churches. Right, which wasn't the plan. No, it wasn't the plan. But I like how it snowballed into oh, the yeah, plan. Oh, yeah, worked fact, out great. It, it kind of became the plan on the last episode yeah. where you're like, Steve's yep. like, oh, maybe I should have you. And then <laughs> there you go. When you, you say things when we're recording, it has a tendency to come back and bite you in the butt. That's well, right. All right, so yeah. what happened was you we we did this kind of teaching prep day. Right. And uh, Brent, we kind of all divided and conquered. And so your job was to kind of take week two, flesh it out a little bit. And so you were, we were talking about it here. And then I've been sort of bugging you about coming. months ago, a yeah. month ago. Oh yeah, this is a while ago. And then right. more recently, I'm like, ah, I should just have Brent teach. This would be great. And we're doing kind of with our format, it's really easy to have in friends and guest teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you came in and recorded the Wednesday uh, before, which was the day before we actually recorded the <laughs> The podcast, right? right? So you came in and recorded, and then Steve's sitting here on the podcast going like, oh, geez, we should just use this video. So you ended up doing live at your church. Right. And then you were in backyards and in a Zoom room for our church, and then you guys we're, were in a Zoom. big Zoom room together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. You were everywhere, Brent. Yeah, that's, that's weird. In <laughs> <laughs> all three different different formats. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's just completely different. 
and thankful to, you know, hey, the gospel is travel size. So it, it can <laughs> exactly. go anywhere now through media, through whatever. So that, yeah. yeah, that was, that was fun. It was um, interesting to me how, what was planned at the beginning was not ended up what ha- what happened on many levels mm. like what we had on the notes that we collaborated on a month ago it was the same text and, and the same direction yeah. but just kind of, of different and then so when i preached it for you guys on wednesday yeah um i got the opportunity to to soak in it and, and prep uh, just kind of tailor things for it's a fine. my Tell congregation the people that you a little bit more. <laughs> I, well, no, 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 I actually think it would be fun. Like take us, take us in that process. So we, whatever this was, September, October, right. we had a day to prep. You were in charge of week two. I was in charge of week two. Okay. Yeah. So you record on Wednesday. So yeah. I come in Monday's day off Tuesday. Yeah. I sit a lot of administrative work, but I'm usually just barely opening Not the text. answering your emails. Or text messages. Or, <laughs> I'm just on social media the whole day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just living just it up on checking, TikTok. And, right. Yeah. TikTok. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. So, looked, opened up what we had made a month ago and, and opened up the text and kind of reworked what we made uh, a month ago as far as outline and what I thought something that was more consistent and accurate as to the Paul's intent yeah. in the text in Romans, um, and and, f- and just still using it as a great jumping off point for hope. So I, I think that's that-, that was really good pastoral code for you didn't like what you wrote, so you changed it. <laughs> accurate. Now normally for me this happens on Saturday night, Sunday morning at like two a.m. That's all right. That seems so stressful. But now it's like, now it, for you, it was Tuesday yeah. and I'm like, what on earth? Yeah. So, um, so that was a, a fascinating, uh, process, but then I really enjoyed, yeah, sitting in it. Yeah. And, and, and just letting the passage have its way with me. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, and direct it. And not that the outline was the same Yeah, uh, for our people on Sunday, um, I think the application was more pointed to especially our people, mm. uh, knowing them as their shepherd better. Sure, um, and and more application um, that was more direct, which is I think what we were originally going for. Yeah, that was the hope. Yeah, uh, um, no pun intended. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So, so you went Tuesday prep, kind of going like, okay, this outline needs a bit of work. Right into Wednesday night recording. Right, and having some feel. For okay, this is where we're headed. Right. But then you still had another four days to sit with it, mm. and and then for it to land with your people because you know them so much better than you know our people. Right. But also you just sitting with it for a little while longer, so it's rummaging around your mind, it's rolling around. And right. Right. Because it's a difficult concept in just in general. Sure. Right? Suffering and hope. Yeah. Most people don't think those two things are yeah. related. Yeah. yeah. But scripturally, I mean, you just can't get away from That's it. That's right. Totally. That's right. Uh, and so having our people think correctly about the relationship between suffering and hope yeah. That's good. It is so essential and important, and it's also brand new mm. for everyone. I, I would assume it's all three churches. It's a kind of a, a new concept. Yeah, it, it's paradigm shift, right? And that's, right. that is what the refocus is all about. Right. I think that really, the last two weeks, Romans 5, Romans 8, and even where we'll go this week, is really we want all of our people— to see 2020, see their responses and reactions, see their disappointments, and then to look over 
at what true hope is and to say, God's right. Not going to put us to shame. God's not going to disappoint us. And we should, uh, you know, like recalibrate things. So when I say paradigm shift, I'm just saying we've had a perspective and it's completely been frustrated this year. And it's a good reminder to us, especially, I mean, as just westernized American comfortable Christians, like, Let's just be 100% honest. Right. It ain't, this may not be a necessary message uh, to the persecuted and or underground church in other places. Mm. But for us, I feel like it's a wake-up call, you know? So marrying suffering with hope in the way in which the Bible presents it to us in the first place is what we all need. Yeah. And I think that's the clarity that came eventually. Yeah. Mm. Suffering doesn't destroy hope. Suffering increases. Yeah, that's right. How amazing that the gospel does that. That's good. Because that's not possible anywhere else. Yep. Well, and that's, and the unique thing is that's just not true about any of the other things we put our hope in either. Right. Like you get a new car, you put your hope in that new car or whatever, like suffering happens. You're not going, oh, well, at least I have that new car. The scratch. Yeah, exactly. scratch, right? (laughs) Wow. ah, No, but that's like unique. It's making it better. (laughs) But that's the unique thing. Suffering makes the hope we have in the gospel Mm. better though. And that's like one of those things that sets it apart. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and so needed. Right, American Christians this year. Yep. So that that's that kind of clarity came and and was so helpful for my mm-hmm. heart and uh, be able to say it concisely and powerfully because it's such a needed message right now. That's good. It's fun. Yeah. That's totally good. Totally. So, what any thoughts from you guys? Well, I was going to ask. Well, no, you preached at our church. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, I was going to ask you what changed, right? So if you say more application or more specifics, really, what we wanted to do in this. Uh, podcast episode, if you would, was to give some practical, here's how you can help your hope grow, right? Or how you can grow in your hope. So if you already have a couple of those that you brought to your people, and then we can talk about, you know, some right. of that. No, that'd be good. And, yeah. and just to transition yeah. into that. So I would say um, it. the sermon didn't change. It just sharpened uh, and... Um, at that application point. So instead of being generic about this is what we do with hope, this is how we lose it, it was fun to be able to point at my people and say, you, we need to reassess what we think gives us hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, using the same vacation metaphor, I sit there and I look at Instagram. I don't, but, you know, theoretically, you know, you, you're online and you're um, hoping for your vacation. You're imagining yourself in it. And, uh, and, we sit there and we're like, this is going to make me happy. I get to live for this. Yeah. And so they're reassessing that, asking yourself difficult questions like, hey, what happens if this fails? Mm. Right? What happens uh, afterwards when it expires? What happens um, and is this really going to give me hope that lasts that God wants for me? Uh, and and those kind of reassessing the value, what the the death of these things, the 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 fears that we have around the the things that we hope in, um, was just helpful for me. Uh, I know helpful for my wife and um, changing my thinking. Like I, I found myself on Tuesday talking about the next vacation again, and that really is my thing. Yeah, and uh, and I have to change my thinking. Sure, um, intentionally. Uh, on those things. So reassessing. Yeah. And then we talked about the pursuit sure. because as we seek the kingdom, it increases our anticipation of the kingdom. Mm. That's good. 
press into that for a moment. Okay, so uh, I'll continue with the illustration. Well, I only say press in because I feel like that is one of those unfamiliar paradigms as well. Yeah. Where we pursue something because it's worth pursuing. Right. And while that's true of the kingdom, there's also an element of as we pursue, like our desire for it increases more. Yeah, right. And once again, that's not true of other things we, most of the time, other things we pursue let us down a little bit more right. than we pursue them. Right. right. Well, so so Jesus Jesus calls us to this. He says, store up your treasures in heaven, man. That's right. Right. And so uh, we, I'll use the same metaphor for vacation. I'll sit there and I'll, okay, what am I going to do uh, in this city? What are my little excursions, my little adventures? Uh, you start booking tickets. There you you start, yeah. you know, packing and all that, all that mm. increases our anticipation. Mm. All that increases our hope yeah. in this thing delivering. Yeah. Well, I want to do that for being with the Lord in eternity. Mm for uh for heaven and and uh and and so as i'm serving here as i'm uh living on mission here as i am preaching the gospel here um that increases my anticipation for heaven right yeah. as i'm ministering to people and and caring for loved ones uh, you know as we live this life and and people that uh, we know and love in the church they they yeah they grow in the Lord and we're rewarded, are storing up rewards there. That's good. People that we love and know in the Lord and have ministered to, brought to Christ, are, are dying and going to heaven. That's mm. like, we're getting there. That's increasing mm. our anticipation of as we're watching uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, uh, on their hospital beds and COVID and all those things. Uh, man, all that increases my anticipation and my hope in heaven and, and just lowers everything else to like, oh yeah, that was fun, but that's not that's not my life. Got That's it. not what I'm trusting in. Got it. So um, reassess, pursue, and then celebrate. Mm. Uh, we said it erect an, uh, 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 to build an altar mm. of remembrance for for like the Lord being faithful here and, and all those little stories that we all have, but are easy to forget when there's a shelter at home order. Sure. Uh, hmm. and, and so my wife does this really well. She journals. Hmm. And so she'll go back and be like, Brent, do you see, instead of the, the, you know, a year flashback and yeah. Facebook, it's like, look what we were praying for. <laughs> That's last good. Year. Wow. Come on. Yeah. And look how God fulfilled this. And she'll yeah. always bring these things together yeah. for me yeah. while we're sitting there reading the Bible on yeah. a Wednesday morning. Yeah. And it's just like fantastic hmm. to see that because my heart, my heart has a hard time focusing on those things hmm. and it's hmm. easy to get distracted by the suffering. Well, that's, that's a really important point to bring up the celebrating thing because the very nature of hope is that something is not here yet. So right, right. even Paul in Romans eight, we wait for it with patience because right. it's not here yet. Right. But there's like a remembering element to hope. Yeah. And there's like something about that, that is really important. Right. Yeah. That's right. so huge. You yeah. know, what's funny. I, I, um, thinking about, Philippians, the end of Philippians 2, coming into 3, uh, Paul's talking about sending Timothy and Epaphroditus mm -hmm. to them, right? Paul's in prison. He's not with them. And it's interesting that you guys just made me think of this, that um, he talks about the longing that Epaphroditus has had, how he's been distressed, right? Uh, and, and, and he was ill and uh, he's been suffering. There's sorrow upon sorrow, he says. Uh, and then he goes and he essentially calls the Philippians to rejoice in the Lord. Hmm. And I think that there's a that tension that is connected. Just so it's like inextricably tied. 
Here it is, you're suffering. You got someone who is emptying himself in this life, all kinds of disappointments. He himself is comforted by the fact that you all have concern for him after you've heard that he's been ill. Uh, and, and so then he turns and he says, so feel sorry for him. Yeah. No, he says rejoice, That's right? Good. That That's celebration good. piece is so, uh, so crucial. And it just, I don't know, it's like, as Paul turns the dime on all of the letters, you just have that over and over. In Colossians 3, he, he turns it practical and he says, if then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Mm -hmm. And so it's this like, don't have a myopic perspective. Don't put all your hope here. Don't pursue these things. Instead, look to heaven. Now, have we been there? Yeah. <laughs> right? The things that are above. Yeah. Have I yeah. ever been above? No. Yeah. I, I mean, I've only lived here and I've only sure. lived as a fallen person yeah. here, yeah, right. but he tells me to do it. And so I think that's a practical way to do it. Sometimes you hear rejoice or you hear uh, seek the things that are above. And it's like, okay, how do I do that? It's good. Well, everything that we just talked about, right? Yeah. Celebration uh, specifically and rejoicing, I think is good and and helpful for how we get our minds off of this world yeah. and onto the next. That's good. You know, I'm sitting here so the, uh, just a bit more context for anyone listening to this. So like Brent, you know, taught all three churches. And so we're like, oh, what are we going to time? Brent did all the heavy lifting this week, right? And so what are we bringing to the table? And Steve was like, hey, why don't we all, like in light of what Brent was talking about, come in with a few different ways, like really practically, really pastorally, we would encourage our people to grow in hope. So you, yeah. I mean, you walk through some of that with your yeah. people on Sunday and you're even bringing us into that with the reassess, pursue, celebrate. And then I came up with a few uh, that I was thinking about in light of your sermon. And I'm, I think what I'm astounded by in this, I'm just staring here down at my notes and I'm like, how my three parallel your three so well. That's good. All right, so check this out. So you said reassess, right? Really evaluate what we're looking for, what's making us happy, all of that. My first one was like, slow down. Don't be anxious about anything. Be present. Mm. Like, and then literally part of slowing down is like thinking about where we are putting our hopes or our happiness, or our desires, and to be present with those around us, with God that is here with us. Um, my second one was generosity. Right. One of the ways we can grow our hope is by being generous. So mm. you know, Jesus has that line where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Yeah. So that's pursue. Right. right. So that's right. like actively throwing our eggs in that basket, saying yeah. like the more I, I give to yes. kingdom initiatives, whether yes. it be the local church, mission, yes. missionaries, whatever, the more I'm like generous with my time, my talent, my treasure, I'm actually like throwing more of my heart in with the right. kingdom of God. That's good. And it's like making me love the things more. Love it. You know, I'm always astounded by the people, and I'll say that we've seen this true in our church, but I'm sure this is probably common in many other churches, is like the people who are most critical of the church are the people who are contributing the least. Sadly, yeah. Uh, and the people who Sadly. are, and not to say that the people who contribute financially with their time or whatever aren't critical, but that criticism looks different. It's That's more right. of like, I'm in it to help. I've seen and that. And the, the people who are not contributing usually just like lobbing things. I've right, seen that in know? my own heart. Yeah. Like legitimately. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. When I'm receiving and consuming, yeah. right? Yeah. And just blowing through all of uh, everything that this provides and gives to me. Yeah. Right. Right. Then, well, I, then I, I can tear it all apart yeah. right. when I'm participating and partnering. Yeah, you got a stake right. in it. Oh, it's yeah. different. It's yeah. totally different. It, it's so practical too. Remember before you had kids of your own, Yeah, how you'd look at other parents mm -hmm. and you'd be like, oh, come on. No, yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. But 
I was a kid. <laughs> I was a kid before I had kids of my own, so I don't remember that. It's all it's all life. But we got some things, man. Yeah. We stopped buying diapers in October. Ooh. During come COVID. Come on. You For know how big of a deal that is? Oh, Listen, deal. bro. We have been buying diapers every week since June 2005, <laughs> and we had only had a break. That's when I graduated high school. I'm just Steve. saying, we had only had a break for like one year between 2001 and 2005 with our oldest and our second. So really for 19 years straight, but yeah. definitely 15 years yeah. nonstop. So anyway, where I'm is just the, saying, where is the my hope's not in that. Filled. Hey, my <laughs> hope's not in Dang. I'm sorry, man. I have totally put some. Those are cloth diapers, right? You're treating the environment uh -huh. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wash when you yeah, got that many kids, on, you're just going to sit there and do that whole Anyway, I got process. us off track. I yeah, got yeah. us off track. What was your point anyway? Because um, we were all making good points. Point. Was, I just don't remember the kids. I don't remember when yeah. I did what I Yeah, before we had kids, yeah. we all had like, oh, this is so easy. Yeah. But once you're like, you've got them and they're yeah. your investment, yeah. you're you're not only like in it yeah. and you're looking forward to much more, you're invested yeah. in it. It's Word. your mess. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's easy. really good. I, yeah. yeah. And that's like, that's true. The kingdom at large and this big C church kind of huge right. way. And also the local church. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's not to say all your problems go away, no. but it's like, you have a stake in the game and you're like, I want to actually see this thrive and succeed because I know Jesus is in it. And I know my heart's in it now. That's right. good, yo. Yeah. So you realize it's more messy, but you're more motivated to jump into the mess because you can see this this future yeah. that, that you're working towards mm. and, and that's all it's great stuff all right so yeah, if you're buddy. if you're complacent and bitter at your local church give more and see what happens yeah dude yeah absolutely 100%. there we go practical 100%. practical all right so we we said I, I would say i would come in and say okay we need to slow down and actually be present and yeah, evaluate where we're at generosity was my saying my third was gratitude so you were saying celebration. I was saying gratitude. Wow. So being thankful for what God has done motivates our hope that he'll fulfill those promises in the future. That's good. That's fantastic. So That's we good. remember, we are thankful. We have these maybe gratitude rituals where we're saying, man, look at what God, Facebook feed, whatever, a year ago, man, look what we're praying for last year. Mm. Or even the daily rhythms. Like what are we thankful for today? It helps us be more hopeful and not hopeful. And like we talked about week one, this abstract, rosy colored, optimistic way, but actually hopeful and like, no, 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 he's delivered before. And I know he's going to deliver again. That's good. So good. So a couple thoughts. Yeah. How amazing that the unity. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. It's the same. Yeah. We didn't plan that. No, no, we no. didn't coordinate. We didn't call. Two of us did homework. Stop it. <laughs> I gave you the homework. <laughs> yeah. You, you just put me all the way on blast. That's all right. I, look, I, I put it on our website, right? Um, we tried to do reflection and response after each yeah, sermon. Yeah. And so listening to yours, one of the things, the first reflection question that I offered to our people was, what are some practical ways you can think of that will help you gain a clearer vision of the future promise to us mm. so that it affects your present walk so, with Jesus? That's good. Because that's our definition, right? Yeah. Isn't our definition yep. is the present life lived remembering God's faithful past, yeah. right? With confidence in God's promised that's future. So that's so cool. That's, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Unity yeah. across the board. Like the Holy Spirit does that. Yeah. And yet the differences. And the little details mm. in the way you say it and the way I say it is just like, praise the Lord for that. Yeah, that's cool. No, no one's, it's not a matter of better or worse. It's like the the Lord using a shepherd with his congregation to speak to. It's the yeah. Lord's voice yeah. through yeah. a person. Yeah. And the details change a little bit. Yeah, but they're, totally. they're so, it's so good. That's so, so much good. fun. I, was, I mean, I'm thinking about Jesus says, seek the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Everything we just talked about is yeah. how to seek the kingdom. Yeah. How do I actually do that? Yeah. 
And Paul says, seek the things that are above. At the end of the day, right, we're being called to that Hebrews 12. Yep, right. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Yeah, that's good. Right. Which, which really comes after Hebrews 11. Mm. The hall of faith yeah. at the beginning is glorious. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Toward the end, they've been sawn in two. They lost their places. Yeah. They've been killed, crucified, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like the way it talks to us toward the end of Hebrews 11, the hall of faith is, there's been people who've gone before you who've suffered crazy. And then he turns the page and says in Hebrews 12 hmm. that, so then therefore you need to let go all the things that so easily entangle you here mm. and fix your eyes on Jesus. How do you fix your eyes on Jesus? Well, I think 10, 20 times more about the coming future than I do about what's going on in the here and now. And when I'm able to do that, then the future dictates what I do with my money, what I do with my time, how much I will spend, you know, in anxiety about whatever it is. Right. I essentially like allow my affection there to be stirring yeah. what I'm going to do with the here and the now. That's the and detangling that's, process. Dude, that yeah. is true yeah. hope. And you only learn it through suffering. Yeah. Um, suffering well, though. Yeah. Perseverance, endurance, those yep. things that grow, yep. Yep. give us character. Romans yep. 5, that gives us the, the real avenue into un experiencing true biblical hope. Yeah. That's good. Well, that, that was a good distinction. We don't have time for a whole other sermon, but I know. Huh? The, like a whole chapter's <laughs> worth of First Peter is like, <laughs> See, don't you suffer for being stupid. That's right. You, you should suffer for the right reason. You got it. Yeah. You shouldn't you have got just it. put me up there. You should have preached. I'm it. preaching <laughs> this week at Joe Church, yeah, baby. All right. So great. we're all coming together Sunday <laughs> in a field outside. That's going to be fun. For those of you worried, there's plenty of space to you, hmm. social distance, physical yeah. distance, all of that. But. You're preaching yeah. to all three of our churches. Yeah. Give us like a teaser. Where are you taking us? Hope fulfilled. What is the fulfillment of hope? How can I experience what hope is? Like we've defined it. We're talking now about how it grows, but like what is the actual fulfillment, yeah. right? And what am I after? What yeah. am I aiming for? I think uh, another paradigm shift. When I look into the birth story, the incarnation of Christ, and those who celebrated it and those who came around it and were excited about it, their attitudes were mm. a little bit different than what we sometimes consider to be a get out of hell free card, right? where it's just about my rescue. Yeah. It, I mean, their attitudes were... Total surrender, you know? So, uh, I mean, that's just a teaser, like you said. I think that the the word will transform our perspectives yeah. yet again yeah. and help us to see what the true fulfillment of our hope is. So I'm looking forward to it. So the real question is, uh, we've seen Steve outdoors at Kellogg Park at sub 20 minutes. Oof. Can we look forward to that on Sunday? Hey, Hunter. <laughs> Hunter said, hey, you got 45 minutes. I was like, I only need 30 minutes. He, he said, oh, really? I was like, "My." I said, yo, look, we don't want to be out there for that long. And he's like, no, you got 45 minutes. I said, 30 minutes. Then he starts saying, oh, Tim Keller said he goes 30 minutes because he's been preaching for 30 years. So you got Tim Keller, huh? I said, no, nah, it ain't that. I'm just going to have to cut a whole lot. <laughs> so anyway, I'm looking forward to it, man. Sunday will be fun. You're teaching yeah. all three of our churches together, sharing yeah, the worship, great. sharing the greeting. Hey, drop the address. The, 96 McMillan yeah. is essentially where we'll be. We'll be outside. Right. You turn yeah. off of Main Street onto McMillan and, and we'll be out there in front, right? Yeah, we're right, gonna, absolutely. We're going in the back, front? Where no, are we at? Front. Okay, front. front. 
want to be out there. Wear your mask. Front field, yeah. Mask and mingle. Yep. You know, yep. everybody stay, uh, you know, socially distanced and whatnot. But yeah. what a privilege it is that we even, I know our people will really be grateful for Same. a place to gather. Same. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. so it, it uh, it's going to be a big celebration and big fun. And this is going to be your gathering point because you you guys... Yeah, we do these big Sundays once a month. So this is our big Sunday. How fun. Yeah, this will be cool. What That's a great cool. celebration. We're really pumped about it. That's Sunday. I'm excited. Yeah. And then we're going to come back together for one more of these, yeah. right? And yeah. grill Steve. Right. And That's then, the plan. But we're also preparing a, yep. a Christmas Eve yeah. devotional for all of our families yeah. together. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so we'll, the three of us, we're putting our heads together because we're not meeting Christmas Eve as we usually do. We're taking this Sunday. That's yeah. kind of that Christmas service. Mm-hmm. And we're gifting our people some time with family. It's time to be home, be wherever they need to be. But we want to encourage them, equip them in this like Christmas season. So we're going to come at you with something. It's going to be good. Yep. That's a great way of saying we have no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> hey, today it's gonna is be good. Wet. We're it's gonna literally be good. like a week out, right? Mm. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good. God's with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful, man. <laughs> it'll be it'll be really good. But we'll be coming to you guys. We'll be coming. Yeah, we'll be coming to you guys in your house. It'll be sweet. Yeah. We're pumped for it. Dude, we're we're running and shooting on everything. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, we heard from a CHP officer that they could get us on the waiting list for chips for kids next year. Oh, that's cool. And it'd be wonderful. And we were like, that's great, right? And uh, he called us and said, can you get down here Monday morning? I got a few hundred toys and we'll load you up. And I'm like, what? what? You know? And so we got that. And then just before we got on So here, that's for the a toy drive, right? Yeah. So, so right, tell us about what's going on with that. Dude, we're making we're making it up right now. <laughs> Okay, so I'm telling well, you, there's what, gonna be a, a drive through. What do you drive have figured in. out? You got toys. We called some people. We always said we don't want to reinvent anything who's yeah. already serving the community yeah. on the avenue. So we got in contact with the community director cool. at the Bell Arts Factory. Good. She's establishing for us to do a drive in toy drive. She's like, we'll bring tables out, Good. we'll cone it off, we'll get the number, you know, get the get it announced or whatnot. So Monday morning, we know. That at eight thirty we're going to start distribution, and we've got toys. Twenty first. Yep, that's it. So the the day after our joint deal at the Bell Arts Factory. All right, cool. Um, And so, so we'll we'll get you more details on Sunday. Beyond here and there, like there's toys everywhere. There's a couple bikes. There's some balls. We're gonna wrap some of it. We're gonna not wrap others, and we're we're figuring all that out. So my wife Jamie is spearheading all of this cool. between here and Sunday cool. to get it all done good, with good. some volunteers from our local church. Yeah. If any of your folks want to throw hands in, I know yeah. probably Friday afternoon and Saturday we'll definitely be able to use some That's help. That's great. Just right, come cool. on Monday and be Santa Claus for Jesus and give out toys. You should cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Why is it what I said? No, I was just like, it's just, you just set yourself up so I good. Know, I know. Be Santa Claus for Jesus. All right. What? So that's that's it. Let's call it. Let, let's call it. I do it on purpose. Now, now that Brent shot himself it. in the foot, let's end yeah, this thing. And uh, we'll be back for one more of these episodes. That's and uh, hope it's been good. Hope you've been enjoying it. Mm. We love you guys. We're stoked to see you Sunday. It's going to be a great day. Have Word. a good one. See you there. Cheers.